Welcome to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself with your host, Leo Flowers. I am Leo Flowers. Today, I want to talk about love. I'm reading the book War and Peace by Leo Tolstoy. And no, I'm not reading it because we have the same name. Uh, I'm reading it because, one, I'm, I'm just trying to read all the classic, the great classic literature that I was supposed to read and also to expand my vocabulary and my world view. The other thing I love about especially Russian literature is that it paints a realistic view of life, a depiction of life. A lot of American writers, uh, music, and I've talked about this before, it, it, it ties everything off with a nice bow at the end, right? The underdog always rises up and prevails. Uh, man meets a girl, they date, and they get married and live happily ever after. Like, there's always a happily ever after. With most of American movies and literature, or it's just kind of like this spiraling downfall and there's little to no context even either things are beautified and romanticized or demonized and um, I don't know what the other eyed would be so anyway I love Russian literature because it, it gives a nice balance like war and peace yes is about war and peace and it's funny like <laughs> it's it, it, Leo Tolstoy is very whimsical and witty. Uh, and so I find myself laughing at awkward times, especially when things hit the fan. Anyway, there's a quote in War and Peace that starts, and quote, we love people not so much for the good they've done us as for the good we've done them. And that's a quote I've been chewing on for a while, right? We love people not so much for the good they've done us as for the good we've done them. And I chew on that because in that quote denotes this idea that the more we do for others, the more love we feel towards other people. And, and as a matter of fact, it can be people, places, or things. The more love you put into your car, right, the more good you put into your car and, the, and, the, and you see the return on it, like it, it runs well, it, it looks shiny, people compliment it, uh, it gets you from A to B, all those things, then the, the more you... You love the car, and the more you feel like the car loves you. So it, it builds this connection between you two. And I bring this up because for those of us who may feel like a burden to others, know that the love, we deny people love when we don't allow them to help us to assist us, to, to be there for us. 
like a professor loves his class when he can see the class coming together, working hard, um, achieving great things, collaborating, cooperating, and all under his instruction or tutelage or mentorship, right? So if I pour my heart into something and then I can see it grow and flourish, then it, that's, that's the, that, like that love, that connection that like I get to live vicariously through. I mean, it's why parents love their high achieving kids who, you know, Oh, my kid, you know, has a degree and, and is now working at MIT and, and astronautical, like when, when we love, it gives back. It's, it's the, what does he say? Uh, but for the good we've done them. And, and, and so it, it feeds their ego. You know, I tell people, or I say I tell people, <laughs> I try to make it a practice when someone gives me advice or gives me something that's, or tells me something that's useful, that I follow back up with them and let them know what the results were. If, for instance, if someone says, hey, man, uh, why don't you invest in, you know, just put 20 on blah, blah, blah. And that stock goes 10x. Well, I call them and say, hey, man, I just want to let you know I took your advice and the stock went up 10x. I had a buddy give me a list of comedy clubs to contact. I con- and it was like maybe 30 clubs. And I contacted every single one of them. And then I got booked on some really cool gigs. I went to Pakistan, Turkey, Egypt all these cool gigs. And so I messaged them back to say, Hey, I followed up with all 30. Here's who responded. And now here are the the trips that I booked. And then when I got back, I was like, yo, I had a really cool experience. Thank you so much again for referring. He responds, yo, I've given that list to so many people. They never follow up. They, they never make the phone calls. One, and two, they, they don't let me know, you know, that they, um, if they booked anything or if they did anything with it. He goes, you're the first person to do that. And he goes, thank you so much, man. It's really cool that you, you had that awesome experience. Here's what that does. It then feeds them in feeding other people, right? If, if I, you know, try to grow a plant, and then that plant flourishes, then I'm going to be like, wow, I, I'm going to grow more plants. I'm going to take care of other plants. So what I'm saying is let people in your life who have helped you, who have assisted you, let them know how they've, how they've done it, how you flourished, how you've grown, how you've connected. Uh, and and using their their help or their advice or their feedback, even if it's someone you don't know, maybe you read a book by someone that changed your perspective. Message that person, whether it's on Twitter, Instagram, be like, listen, 
I read your book about such and such and the part and be specific. Here's here's the key about giving feedback or you know complimenting. Be specific. Like, listen, on page such and such when you wrote blah blah blah, I really could resonated with that and then I sat down and then had this conversation with my mom and now we're we're best friends. You know, something to that effect. But it doesn't just have to be people close to you. Like, let people from your childhood, from your teenage years, um, let them know, hey, you know what? Something you said five years ago always stuck with me, and I, and and that's why I'm still alive. Like, let people know the profound impact that they've had on you. The love, like, giving back isn't doesn't just have to be financial it can just be letting people know that wow like i would not be here without you or because of you like my business has grown or i met the love of my life or you know i found meaning and purpose or or now like or maybe like i got rid of uh a, you know, a disease or a sickness or I, I healed my back or whatever it is, follow up. You know, I, I, uh, Michelle and I were just in Hawaii and uh, ran into this guy who also uses a mouthpiece. Uh, I use a mouthpiece. I have sleep apnea. If you're a new listener, I have sleep apnea. And so he and I started talking and my mouthpiece cost $2,300. And he told me that he used like a $2,300 mouthpiece, but, but he had issues with it. And so he found his $40 mouthpiece on Amazon. And I haven't started using it yet, but I am going to get it. I'm going to try it. And if I get results from it, I'm going to message him like, hey, man, I really appreciate you taking the time to you know, talk to me about your sleep routine. I know that wasn't the most exciting thing to talk about in Hawaii, um, but I've started using it, and what a huge difference it makes. I'm so grateful to you. Now I don't have to travel around with this $2,300 uh, mouthpiece. So following up with people, letting them know how they've helped you, and and I'm sure if you sat down for a little bit, and took note of like maybe at least five people. You could message, you can email. Like I said, it can be uh, vloggers you follow, people in social media, uh, you know, books, teachers, maybe even a cashier, like a random person. Whatever it is, write a letter to them. And even if you're like, ah, well, I don't know where they are, I don't have their address, yada, yada, yada. Write the letter anyway, because it's going to release all those feel-good hormones inside of you. I mean, it's a win-win, and it triggers positive memories. I mean, could, I mean, let's be honest. Like a lot of times, I'm walking around like thinking about worst-case scenarios and the things that need to be improved and what went wrong and uh, feelings of inadequacy, yada yada yada. This is an opportunity to actually intentionally conjure up positive memories, 
positive uh, uh, interactions, positive emotions, the feel-good chemicals, just by, man, that, that what that person said really resonated, and here's how it impacted my life, and I'm so grateful. I had a dream last night about, this is such a random thing, I had a dream last night about this guy who made a pizza with two toppings, so random, made a pizza, and I think it was Tom Brady, I'm not sure, made a pizza with two toppings, and the girl he made it for didn't like pizza, but she appreciated the effort. And I remember Tom Brady saying, like I said, I think it was Tom Brady. He goes, you know what? I'm just happy she was grateful that I made the effort to make a pizza with two toppings. He, he, in a dream, he kept emphasizing gratitude. It was such a random thing. And, I, and then I woke up this morning with such a sense of gratitude. Like, yeah, it's like just being grateful not for the outcome. I mean, if the outcome is in your favor, you know, double score, but for the effort or for the intention or for the opportunity. You know, I, I you know, he, he did this thing for this person. The person was like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't, you know, but super, you know, just grateful about it and it, and it wasn't a big deal. So know that when you ask someone for help, assistance, whatever it is, or when someone is helping you, what rewards them is you letting them know the difference it made. I mean, it's why people like to invest in stock, right? You put your money in the stock market and there are people who love. People love the things that give back to them in some way that they, that they can see grow and flourishing. It's why, you know, parents love their kids. Oh, it's like, look at how tall you're getting. Look at how smart you're becoming. It's like, wow. It's like, wow, sending you to school, doing all these things for you, feeding you, taking care of you is really paying off. They get to see on a daily basis the rewards of their effort. This is why parents are so proud of their kids, as I, as I mentioned earlier. So we have to remind ourselves that we have to do that for each other, even as adults. Let other people know and, and when you assist someone, tell them, hey, let me know how that works out for you. You know, let, let me know. I, you know, I want to, I want to know, you know, let me know, you know, if it, if it works out for you, it doesn't work out for you. And because I can, I, I also want to note that if someone helps you and you're, it still doesn't help you, right? It used like they they give you advice, they give you tips, they it puts you in a, a rehab program, they get you counseling, they do all these things to help you, they they put money in your pocket, and you're still not able to get on your feet, and you're still struggling, and um, or you're relapsing. This does not mean that you know you don't deserve love, and it doesn't mean that you're unlovable. It doesn't mean they still they still won't love you. What it means is that we haven't found 
what works yet. We haven't found the effective means of treatment. When you go to a doctor, think about how many tests that the doctor has to run to figure out why you have a cough or why um, you, you have a headache or why your left hand is a little numb or whatever your issue is, whatever you're coming in with, maybe you're feeling sluggish. Think about the, all the tests that have to be run, all the things that have to be done for them. And then even when they get it back, they can, they can run 10 laps. I go to the doctor and they, I, you know, if, if you're new listening, you know, I have dysautonomia. It took the doctors, I think, three to six months to diagnose me. And this is after running thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars worth of tests. They're, at least they ran 20 different exams, tests, blood labs. I mean, it was r- ridiculous. So don't feel that what you're going through is a hopeless situation. Just know that some things take a little longer to 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 figure out, to learn about. Uh, you know, during the trip in Hawaii, uh, Michelle and I, Michelle went for a work thing, and I just you know tagged along. You know, that's the sacrifice you have to make. <laughs> I was like Hawaii, oh no. Um, and there was a woman who had uh, a, a jaw. Her her dog like head butted her in the jaw she had this jaw pain she gets it x-rayed and they're like oh it's nothing no big deal and so they just like stick her with injections for four years they're just shooting like uh injections in her jaw and in her forehead because she she was having some pain four years of that going in i think she said two or three times a week and then finally, she went to a different doctor, and the doctor was like, "Your jaw is broken. Like, not only is your jaw broken, but this is off, and this, and this is missing, and yada yada." He's like, "You need a whole surgery." Four years of being misdiagnosed. So, and and, and she said she went to the top doctor, the doctor that other doctors recommended, that other people have recommended that she knows and trusts top of his field, right? She has great insurance in four years, misdiagnosed three times a week, getting the cortisone shots, cortisol, cortisone. So same thing with our mental health, same thing with our life, our finances. It can take years to figure out, what it is we what the what the problem really is and then what the right solution is what's the trauma what's the treatment it, it takes time a lot of times we go and we think is we you know this is one thing and then we you know we figure it out it's something else every time i take my car in i think it's oh it's just this and then they go no you got this this and that and i'm like oh and it's like, you know, five times <laughs> what it was supposed to cost. 
So going back to love, we are all lovable. And part of love is allowing others to love us. And the other part is letting people know how their love has impacted us. It takes vulnerability. It's not easy. But over time, it builds intimacy and connection. And it decreases our feelings of loneliness. When people love us, they it reduces their depression, their pain. It increases their sense of well-being. It increases their longevity. So why, why deprive somebody of loving you, of helping you, of assisting you? I know in the past you may have had that taken advantage of, and you may feel vulnerable letting someone love you in a certain way. Move at the pace that works for you. There's no rush. It's not an overnight thing. But trust in a way that feels safe for you, feels secure for you. And move at your own pace. If you found any benefit from this episode, if you resonated with any of this, do me a seven-second favor and share it with one other person. By sharing the episode, you then have an opportunity to continue the conversation, which then builds a connection, builds a community, and that's how we stay connected. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself. Remember, this podcast is not a substitute for you calling the 988 or any of the other suicide prevention hotline numbers that are listed. If you're in India, Germany, the Philippines, wherever you are in the world, I don't care if you're in Bogota. Where are you in Bogota? Nice. If you're in Hawaii, well done. Oh, oh, you're in Siberia? Let's go. Wherever you are in the world, there's a number you can call, chat, text. You can go to thrivewithleo.com if you want one-on-one coaching with yours truly. Let's get to tomorrow together.